Hello, you're listening to Design Talk, a podcast that shares the insights of interior design and wellness. My name is Priscilla Joseph, founder and principal designer of LPD Studio, Olive Fanatic, and I'm here to bring you on an interior design journey that inspires, shares the process, and gives you practical interior design and wellness tips that can transform your home. So my guest today is the founder and principal designer at Tiffany Lee Design, a design firm that offers full design and high-end residential services to the Toronto and GTA area. She holds two degrees, a Bachelor of Arts, an honor in English, uh, and a Bachelor of Interior Design. She has been featured in House and Home, Style Me Living, Flare.com, and The Every Girl. She is also the founder of an adorable Airbnb property known as the Amabel Beach House, a tiny 1955 cottage in the heart of Sable Beach. There's so much to say about Tiffany. She is known for emerging her coastal feel by incorporating natural textures in any interior design that she works on. So thank you so much, Tiffany, for <laughs> on the show. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be here speaking to you and your audience today. It's such a, it's honestly a, an honor for you to be here. Um, I don't know if I've ever shared with you, but I actually started following your journey um, when you were in design school. So when you had oh my uh, goodness. Tiffany, uh, the blog. Yes. Blog. We're starting a new blog, which is exciting in the next couple of weeks. So that's the blog. So- that's so awesome. I honestly want to ask you some questions today about your beach house because when I saw you start working on it, I was, it was really cool. It was really cool to see. I think you really nailed it. And it's such, when you, when I saw it, I'm like, this is definitely a place where I want to go. I've never heard of Sable Beach before, although I do live in Ontario. <laughs> There's all these little nooks. Um, but I would actually travel to visit the Amabel Beach House. Oh my goodness. Thank you. We would love to have you. Come stay anytime. (laughs) Thanks. So I'd love to hear what inspired you to purchase the Amabel Beach House and also how was the reno process? Uh, What was the fun and exciting aspect and what were the challenges? Absolutely. So I'll start with what inspired me to purchase the Amabel. And basically I was just feeling, I was Uh, I had not yet launched my own design firm. So I was still working for another firm. And although that was a fantastic experience, you know, being on a larger team, I didn't have full creative control over the projects. And I think I was really looking for a creative outlet to really put my own stamp on things. I live in Toronto, which is a very expensive Canadian city. And the housing prices here are just crazy. So I had some money saved for a down payment, but not enough to afford anything in Toronto because things are, you know, a million dollars plus here. And so I thought, why don't I start looking for a cottage? I think it would be a really great investment. I could rent it out. I could have full renovation. I could document it and share it with my audience. And I could have a lot of creativity and fun with it. So that was kind of the inspiration that got me starting to look for a cottage. And then in terms of the renovation process, well, it was 
it was a challenge. The whole thing, <laughs> the whole thing was a challenge. So when you're starting off with a property that was built in the fifties, especially a cottage property, which are sometimes kind of shantily built, um, you know, it hadn't been touched since. So it still had the shag carpet in the kitchen. It had all sorts of crazy wallpaper. So the cosmetic stuff was okay. But as we started peeling up the carpet, we quickly realized that there were asbestos tiles underneath the carpet. And that was a large unexpected cost to get that professionally abated. But knowing that we were going to be using this and, you know, picturing my niece in the cottage and all of the families that we hoped to host through Airbnb, we knew that that was definitely part of like something that we had to do properly. So we spent the money on that. And then, you know, the more you do it, it spirals. So there was plumbing issues, there was electrical issues and all of that stuff. So those were the challenges, just the unexpected expenses. I mean, working in the industry, I know that unexpected expenses are part of every renovation. And I feel like it's so easy to say that to your client, but then when it's you and it's your money, you're <laughs> like, <true>. oh. <laughs> yeah. So it was nice. It was like, nice to be on the other end of that and kind of gain appreciation for that. Um, the rest of it was so fun. I mean, just being able to have full creative control. I love thrifting and vintage pieces. And because it's a cottage, I did a lot of that for, you know, the thrill of the hunt to find the perfect pieces to go in there. Um, and the, honestly, the most fun part for me was working with my family. So we did a lot of the work ourselves. And every weekend, my parents would meet me up in Sabu Beach. And, you know, we live in different cities, my parents and I. So I don't always get to see them as often as I would like. But through the renovation process, I saw them almost every week. And it was so, so much fun doing that it that way. That's so nice. Uh, it's, yeah. it's definitely a different ball game when you're doing, as a designer, when you're designing your own property your own home is definitely a different ball game <laughs> it's hard I have such a hard time making decisions for myself somebody else's home I can go in and know exactly what needs to happen right away but I'll I'll spend like a year deciding on my own dining chair it's so right true. <laughs> the struggles yeah um but Tiffany you have a specific style and you have a specific mm. inspiration that you um you I find there's a specific thing that you take or a specific aspect that you emerge in, in your interiors, any interior that you tackle. Um, where do you draw your inspiration from? Oh man, I draw my inspiration from a lot of places. So obviously Instagram is a huge source of inspiration. It's, you know, you go on there and you're just inundated with hundreds and hundreds of images from such talented people. So I've really been drawn, always been drawn to Studio Miki style, Amber Interior style, and their natural elements and use of neutral color palettes have been very inspirational for me. And then for most of my projects and, and especially cottage projects, specifically, I really like to draw inspiration from the landscape. So Sobel Beach is a lovely beach town located on Lake Huron. It's got the longest Clearwater Beach in Canada, maybe not Canada, but definitely Ontario. <laughs> um, and it's just, I think it's something like 14 kilometers of clear beach, sandy beach, which is lovely. Um, and so when I think of the beach, you know, I think about driftwood, I think about jute and seagrass textures i think about blues and greens um think about wicker and you know all of those things and those natural elements in the location and the environment really start to inform what i bring inside because i want it to be reflective and the one thing that i wanted to focus on 
at the Amabel was making it feel less like a cottage, like, you know, all wood paneling, plaid furniture, like that very cozy cottage look, and really wanted it to make it feel like a fresh beach house. So almost like a California style, if that makes sense. I think you definitely nailed it. You, I think that's one of the, I think biggest responsibility. I mean, that's my opinion as an interior designer is to incorporate that landscape within the interior space and you nailed it for the beach house. Thank you so much. It's, it's not hard to be inspired by, you know, the lake for sure. Nature. (laughs) I love it. Um, Okay, so I know we've been in in quarantine for quite some time, but on a positive note, I know here in Ontario, the restrictions are being lifted Mm -hmm. and uh, more and more people are going up to their cottages and to their trailers. And personally, I find that COVID kind of gave me a kind of, it gave me a chance to reevaluate my interior because we were just, we were inside all the time and every day and all day. And I feel that because of this pandemic, people are going to go to their cottages and trailers and they're going to want to change things up. So what tips can you recommend a trailer or cottage owner who wants to renovate their space but don't know where to start? Yeah, so this is tough. I mean, it can be really overwhelming when you're first looking and maybe there's a lot you want to change and you're just saying, oh, where do I start? What, what is the budget? All of this. So I would recommend just taking a day, sit in your space, walk from room to room and start making a list. So start making a list of what works in this room, what doesn't work in this room, how do I want to feel in this space? you know, what would I like to keep? What would I like to replace? Just go room by room, start with a list. Once you have your list of your every dream item, I would start pricing out those things and then just prioritize. So, you know, you might not be able to afford everything all at once. You can do it in phases, but I would just say, start saying, okay, of this list, what is most important to me? And just start there. I think really the key is just to start. I feel like a lot of times people get overwhelmed and so they don't start they just say oh gosh I'm so overwhelmed and I'm just gonna stop I think you just have to just do it make that first purchase or go to that first flea market to hunt for the perfect item or pick up that paintbrush and just start and from there it kind of releases the block and you'll you'll find things start flowing a lot more easily that's definitely good advice um what would you recommend um, in the same context to a trailer or cottage owner who wants to lightly update their space without breaking the bank. I know your recommendations are probably kind of emerging, going to emerge in this one as well, but what are some tips you can just uh, give us in terms of decor or just lighting up and freshening up a space? Absolutely. So I think paint is an obvious and easy and really affordable place to start. I know a lot of cottages have kind of that dark wood paneling that was very common and a lot of people love the dark wood paneling I'm not knocking it I think it can be beautiful (laughs) Um, but if you if you want to start somewhere start there start by picking up your paintbrush in our 
So in our sunroom, we had that dark paneling on all of the walls and all of the ceiling, and it just felt really heavy. So what we did was we painted the walls only, and we left that original wood ceiling. So we still had a bit of that nice warm wood tone. It just wasn't so dark. And as soon as we painted those walls white, it opened up the space entirely and completely changed the vibe. So I think paint is a super great place to start. I also think that a huge bonus for vacation properties like cottages and trailers is that vintage and used furniture is amazing here. For me, I, I love the chippiness of an old piece of uh, furniture, an old harvest table or a piece of furniture that's been painted a long time ago and is the paints wearing off and chipping off or items with imperfection that maybe would bother you in your everyday home. I think that they're perfect in the cottage. I actually think they give you that nostalgic cottage feel. And so hit up your flea markets, go to your vintage stores. You can find some really great deals. Facebook marketplace is an amazing place and you can find some fantastic pieces for very, very affordable prices. So I think that at the cottage, you can do a lot for a little in terms of budget. Thank you so much for that. And I, I definitely agree. I think when, um, with cottages and um, vacation homes, we can get away with a little bit more than we can actually get away with, with our residences. Um, I think it's just because of the context. Or maybe if you, if you do live in nature, then you can bring that as well. But I feel like you can get away more than living in the city. Absolutely. I agree. And I think it can go too far the other way. You know, I think a lot of times the cottage becomes the dumping ground for all the things that we no longer want at home. And then maybe that's fine when you dump a couple pieces, but then if you, a lot of families have their cottage for lifetimes, right? And, and a lifetime of doing that, I think it can go too far the other way where it starts to just look like a bit of a hodgepodge jumble. It's true. <laughs> So, so I agree. You have to kind of, you have to edit. Editing is key, but yeah, for sure. Have a sense of balance. Well, thank you so much for all your feedback. I hope that um, this helps um, anyone who's listening to make some changes while they're heading up to their cottages and their trailer this summer. And um, will you be heading up to Amabel this summer? I will. You know what? You know, usually we are not able to go up there at all because it fully books. Um, every year by January, it gets fully booked. We've had it for, this is our second year now. And because of COVID, unfortunately, we've um, seen a lot of cancellations for, we had a renter who was supposed to be in all of May and June and they had to pull out, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, financially, it's taken a bit of a hit that way. And, and right now booking any new bookings is banned in Ontario. So that is also challenging. But any bookings that were made before COVID hit are allowed to continue. So I'm, I'm very hopeful that July and August, our guests will be able to come and enjoy. The beach is also closed right now because of COVID. So really hoping, hoping that opens up. But the silver lining in all of it, this is that we do get to go up during the nice weather in June and actually spend a week there. So that's rare. I'm usually huddled up there in the middle of winter. Aww. So <laughs> it'll be very nice. It'll, it'll be, be a different nice. scene. Yes, well, thanks absolutely. again. Thanks so much, Tiffany. Um, so much we, not a problem. Before we wrap up, would you like to share anything with our listeners? Anything that you've been working on? Any special projects? Uh, anything at all? 
Yes, absolutely. We are always working on something here. So as I mentioned, we have the new blog coming out. We've actually been working with a, design, a graphic designer and a web designer over a quarantine getting a new website launched. So that'll be coming out soon. And then I'm very excited to announce, I'm not sure when this podcast will be released, but on June 1st, 2020, we are launching our new shop, uh, TLD curated, which is a collection of vintage and new items that I've hand selected and will be offering to a wider audience through the shop. And we're really, really excited about that. That's so exciting. So I'll, I'll definitely put, um, you have an Instagram for the shop, right? Yes, I do. That, it, that's TLD curated. And then you can find me on Instagram at Tiffany Lee design and Lee is spelled L E I G H. Amazing. Thank you so much. I'll definitely include that in uh, the show notes. And um, well, thank you again. Thank you so much, Tiffany. Thank you. This was so fun. And I'm so glad we were finally able to chat in person. I know. <laughs> it's due time. Thank you once again, Tiffany, for being on the show. This has been so much fun. And honestly, I appreciate you being here and having this conversation with me. So Thank you. And guys, I hope that you took away from today's episode. So if you are a cottage owner, a trailer owner, um, even maybe an Airbnb owner, and you want to kind of freshen things up, I hope that you've taken down Tiffany's tips. And we reached the end. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five star. Give us a thumbs up. Give us some love. And until next time, 